Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic <laughs> is much requested. We're finally addressing it. We're going to talk about summer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain to you all enough that we just sat down. We're both so busy, like, scrambling. And we had this, like, one hour to record this podcast today. And we both sat down. Sean put his headphones on and was like, okay, what are we talking about? And I was like, I have no fucking clue and then we both stared at each other for a few seconds and sean was like what about summer well before that brie mentioned things that we've already done so which is classic and then the fact that we we both decided on that too we were just like okay yeah that's it summer well here's the thing summer right now is very real to me because we are now officially after june 21st in summer and i if summer was a person Mm -hmm. like if summer materialize itself into a a girl named Summer, I would hate her. (laughs) She'd be my worst enemy. So you'd be like like the villain on the OC. Yeah. Okay, I love that for you. Well, we're about to get into uh, Sean's deep (laughs) deep feelings about Summer. (laughs) Can't believe we're doing this. This is going to be a ride. If this is I, disclaimer, if this is your first episode of I Can Explain, stop right now. Go click on another one first. This is going to be a cult classic doozy. I have a feeling about it. I don't know. I think our next three episodes are going to be kind of fall, winter, and spring as well. <laughs> I think we really need to address these hot topics. A deep dive into the seasons. <laughs> yeah. Okay, before we get into that, thank you so much to our Patreon, patrons on Patreon. God, I can never You're get that so right. You're so bad at it. Um, a big, huge shout out to Aiden, Olivia, Liz, Serena, and Kate. Thank you for supporting this podcast. We really, really appreciate it. Um, for anyone listening, wherever you're listening, make sure to subscribe, follow, rate us five stars only. Also, go follow us on social media at I Can Explain Podcast. That's where we answer ask all the questions for Q&A episodes, advice episodes. We give you exciting stuff that might be coming up. Also, if you click the link in the bio, there is our merch as well as our Patreon if you want bonus episodes. Um, maybe a deeper dive. Oh my God, into yeah. Some Summer we might continued. Not <laughs> Summer continued. Coming soon to Patreon. Yeah. Oh, our patrons are going to skyrocket after <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> but like more of this content? Wow. Oh, wow. All right, so... Why do you hate summer? Okay, so I feel like being gay and summer are like intrinsically tied together. I was wondering how you're gonna connect. Because when you picture gay men, do you ever picture them in like the rain? (laughs) 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 It's like no, you picture them on like Fire Island in speedos Speedos, with tans, drinking margaritas, being problematic. Like that's how you Mm -hmm. view gay men. I feel. And I am not, um, I am not, I don't subscribe to that. Oh, you're not a Speedo gay? I hate the summer. But you are a Speedo gay. For I've Instagram. Seen... <laughs> you're like, not in real life. Not in real life. Gram. No, it's too much pressure. Too scary. And not could pop at any second. Oh my God. Do you remember when we were at VNDS? And the nut came out? Oh, yeah. I okay. remember the this nut. This is a fun story. And since this is a wild episode anyways, we might as well tell it. So, for those of you who have been around for a while, Sean and I met at a competition called Vancouver's Next Drag Superstar. It happens in Vancouver every year, obviously, except for last year. But it's coming up this fall again, hopefully. We're really excited for it. But anyways, it's like a weekly, uh, basically live reality drag show. And one of the contestants one time... <laughs> 
they reformed and they're really great. But talking is an experience, right? Yeah, for, for like sure. anyone. And I, I have a vagina, so I can't speak I can't like shade anyone for not doing a good tuck. Because yeah. I mean I don't got I don't got anything to tuck. But this person <laughs> This person did their whole performance, was quite dance active, right? Yeah. The performance. And they were wearing like um like a leotard. What do you call it? Other people what do people that are not dancers call it? A swimsuit? I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, a like a onesie? I don't like know. Like what would you describe like what Beyonce or Ariana Grande wear? Like wearing? a singlet? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, okay, fuck it. A leotard. Why would you <laughs> <laughs> Why are we focusing yeah. in on this? Anyways. I think a unitard kinda got it across. <laughs> it's, a, it's a leotard. Oh, whatever. <laughs> leotard. Everybody knows what Unitard that is. goes all the way to the legs. It's like a full all the suit. way to the legs, yeah. As if the leotard stops. Yeah, it does. It goes to the crotch. Oh, I'm literally showing Sean. Yeah, it with goes my right hands. to this. <laughs> Anyways, after they perform, they have to get like judged by the judges, and during the judging panel, they had to tell this person that one of their balls had popped out of the leotard. Yes, I will never forget that. That's I like wish a moment I could, in time. But here <laughs> so we that's are. what I'm picturing for you. With your Speedo in the summer. Kind of, yeah. Like, your balls are just, like, trying to get out at yeah. all times. It, like, actually, though, it's pretty. It's a high-stress scenario for sure. <laughs> but I just don't operate well in heat. Like, you know when you put oh. your iPhone out in the sun and then you, like, try to use it and it's like, ah, too hot. Like, That's you. Put me somewhere cold for a while. That's literally me. That's your brain. Like, somebody's like, hey, Sean. And I'm like, ah, too hot. Put me somewhere cold. <laughs> You're also, like, have you always been on the sun-safe kick or is that new? Um, it's kind of new, but I have been uh, pretty pretty sun safe for most of my life. I used to get really bad burns as a child, uh. um, because I was not sun safe. Mm. And now, um, since I'm just like all about like the skincare and the Botox and all that stuff, are you uh, harboring some resentment against your parents for the not sun safe? No, I all of my getting burnt was tied to doing fun things in the summer. Right. So I'm not. I it was it was definitely on me. Yeah. Um, and also like they would put sunscreen on. Me and then I, they'd be like, wait 15 minutes, and then and they'd, they'd turn just... around, and I would be like all the way underwater. Yeah. <laughs> so it so was I just like, it. I was just. That sounds like the best time in your life before you got all concerned. Um, well, I don't know. Now that you're old and stressed about maybe, the sun. Maybe you should get a little bit more concerned about your skin and how it's aging with sun. <laughs> okay, so maybe you're not newly sun safe, but you are newly preachy about it. Yes, it okay. is my religion now. Is now yes, yeah, it's, yes. it's kind of your personality. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to, you know, like when... Um, the Westboro Baptist Church yeah. goes to like gay events. Yeah. I think I might do that, but outside of like tanning salons. <laughs> <laughs> you know? God hates God tanners. <laughs> God hates not skin safe people. <laughs> God um. loves SPF. Things like that. Okay, so yeah, it would be very hard for you to get on board with the like Speedo gay for the summer train. Yeah. If um you're trying to also be sun safe. You know, it really is. And I'm glad that you've recognized my strength and <laughs> I appreciate that. Okay, so what I wanna see for you is yeah. have you ever watched um like Nineteen Kids and Counting or any of those shows on TLC? Uh, all these like no. evangelical. Also families? we don't get anywhere near the Duggars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's it's merely for this reference. Okay. Evangelicals are known for this and it's like modest wear swimsuits. Oh, I love that, yeah. And they're like, it's made of swimsuit cloth. Yeah. 
but it's like full like dresses below the knees with also like pants underneath. I love that. A shoe, a hat. Yeah. All so, all swimmable. <laughs> I feel like we need to get sponsored by Modest Wear. I think I think we're definitely the target audience. I think so too. <laughs> I absolutely think so. Yeah. And then we can post on the Instagram you and your Modest Wear swimsuit. Literally. Oh my god. I'm gonna look up how much they are because I feel like I might need to get you one. Thank you. I really see the thing is I don't think I could wear that though, because one of the reasons that I hate the sun and I hate the summer is because <laughs> I get so hot. Like I just run so hot. Right. That I I think also like half of it is because this all happened when I went on new medication a few years ago. Like my body oh, just like I get like night sweats. Like I'm just like such a hot, sweaty person mm. that I think if I was wearing modest swimwear, I would just be so uncomfortable because I would be so hot. <laughs> oh, okay. You know? Yeah. So it's not just about like protecting the skin, it's also the heat factor. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. I'm, you know, for everyone listening, I'm sure they clicked on this expecting like a fun and fresh summer episode about like how we're excited for the summer. And instead it's just, it's not. No. It's how how much you hate the summer. Yeah. Okay. So this correlates. I am curious because some gay men that I've spoke to in Vancouver specifically really look forward to the like pride pool parties where they happen. right? Right. And I've never been to one because it's just like not my scene as a lesbian. It's predominantly gay men that go, yep. um, not exclusive to, I'll never say that about any event, but I mean, it's 99%. They would. <laughs> it's 99% gay men. Yeah. Anyways. So they get like, I know quite a few gay men that, like, that's their event of the year. Yeah. Right? And as... You wouldn't catch me dead at one of those places. I'm, I'm seriously, like, I just need to say, this is speaking for myself personally. Yeah. But I would feel so much pressure and, like, so body conscious at those sorts of events. Oh, for just sure. Just because, like, I feel like it's, like, kind of expected that you show up in a bathing suit. Yeah. Or, like, something tight-fitting. I don't know. I've seen the Instagram stories. And I just feel like my self-confidence is in there. So I would be, like, so much more, like, stressed for that event knowing I have to be in a bathing suit. Totally. Well, and that's see, my this, own insecurity. This is where I was actually going to eventually head with summer. Oh, okay, okay. But we did have to tackle sun safe first. I just needed <laughs> people to know that they should be sun safe. Yeah. Um, but, no, that's, like, my body dysmorphia could never go to one of those events. First of all, right. I don't want to go to one of those events because, like, the only thing that would cool me down is the pool. And if you got in it, you'd get, like, a staph infection. <laughs> you'd get, like, double gonorrhea. Oh <laughs> so God. that... That part of it, like, gives me the ick. I'm like, I just don't, like, Not the cleanly factor is also <laughs> missing. See, I could care less. I'm the opposite there on that. Like, I'm an all-inclusive Mexico resort girl, and people will tell me all the time, like, people pee in those pools. You're uh, literally yeah. swimming in pee, and, and I'm your like, head on, you're just I'm just drinking in the water. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just filling up my all-inclusive cup with that. You just dumped your pina colada out, and you're using the straw just on the edge of the pool. I'm like, how many STIs can I catch <laughs> yeah. in this pool? It's like a game like a checklist yeah I love so, yeah, that so I can't relate on that but go on the right. body type thing I can't yeah and it's like they honestly those events look like the worst thing ever it's like just people standing around not breathing yeah because they're, they're trying to trying flex to their abs yeah. Every every single person is judging each other yeah and you know it's so funny to me that they 
obviously got the memo that things should be, like, body positive and inclusive. Right. Because some of them will be like, all bodies welcome, and then the poster will still be, like, a white ripped guy that's covered in, like, baby oil. Right. And it's like, well, if you're gonna say all bodies welcome, like, Let's... maybe um, follow through in that messaging. <laughs> right. I get that, totally. I would totally just be the person at the pool with the white t-shirt on. Right. I would be in my modest swimwear. (laughs) Honestly, that would be so iconic. Yeah. (laughs) And here's my thing. Like, this is maybe, like, I want everyone to take this with a grain of salt because, again, I'm speaking for myself. Yeah. And I think we've talked about on this episode, on, on this podcast before, we've been very, like, open about how it's much easier to say for everyone else. Like, everybody is a swimsuit body. When it comes to yourself and your own, like, insecurities, it's much harder to feel confident on. Like, I genuinely, like, go to the beach and I don't notice people's bodies. Like, I'm I'm, like, people are having fun. I'm not saying that's for everyone, but I'm like, it's not like I'm sitting there and being like, that person's bigger than me, that person's smaller than me. Yeah. Like, I really don't even know where I land on that line because I, in my mind, think that I am so much more unfit than everyone else. That's the thing is that, I know that's so bad, but it's like, I don't perceive, for the most part, don't perceive other people's bodies. Yeah. Like, genuinely, it's not really something that I think about when I'm, like, at a beach or something. The only body I'm perceiving is my own. And I think And I'm perceiving it way too much. I think people forget when they're, like, and, you know, like, I've talked to a therapist about this, and she was saying, yeah, like, it's crazy, like, how much we forget how ego-driven all of us are in the sense that, like, while we think everyone else is looking at us, yeah, like, we're looking at ourselves much more. And any, like, outward projection is usually a reflection of us, like, not liking our own bodies. So For that's sure. not to dismiss, like, the struggles of, um, like, you know, fat-identifying folks. Like, obviously, people perceive you in a different way. Yeah. And me being someone... Av- you know, a certain size, I'm going to get better treatment in certain areas. So like totally acknowledging that. But I also just like, I'm harder on my body for me personally than anybody else is. Oh yeah. And like, I just summer in general, that's the one thing that's always a shame for me because I'm like, it's so stupid that like, I love everything out about everything else about like those activities. Like if I'm being honest, I would love to go to a pool party event and yeah. I know that's different than you. Like, you, it's not really maybe you're even seen even if you were totally well, down. That's the thing. is like, I hate my body, but I also hate the event. <laughs> so. <laughs> See, like, I would love that kind of event. Yeah. I love that kind of scene. That's, like, totally my vibe. Like, even I've spoken before about, like, the dinosaur pool parties. Like, everyone's in bikinis. But I literally stress so much about what I'm going to look like yeah. in my bathing suit leading up to it that it, like, takes the fun out of it, which is so sad for me. Yeah. And I'm like, that's obviously something that's, like, continuously being worked on. Like, I think I'm, I think there's been times in my life where I've been more confident and there's been times in my life where I've been less. Yeah. And it's just kind of fluctuating and it has nothing to do with what weight I'm at or how I look. It's, like, just where I'm at in my own mental health and confidence. And that's always just, like, so shitty to me because I'm, like, I I don't know if you can relate to this, but I just, like, end up feeling, like, bo- like let down by myself, like, bummed out about myself. Yeah. Because I want to be that person that's, like, Brie, like, it's so stupid that you're even thinking about this. Like, just have fun. You only live once. Like, 
wear the bikini, don't give a fuck, dance and don't worry about if your, like, stomach has rolls, like, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, I want to be that person, and that's the advice I'd give anyone else. So I, like, end up feeling like a phony because I'm, like, for myself, I feel self-conscious. Yeah, oh, for sure. So it's just, like, I don't know. It's just, like, that. that's the part, like, I, I see those events and I see, like, I can relate because I see the stories of, like, all these, like, ripped individuals and... I'm like, oh, like, I would not be there. And I know this is, like, so bad. This is completely, like, boxing this crowd in. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say, if anybody is perceiving other people's bodies, (laughs) it's it's that crowd. crowd. Like, actually, though. Yeah. Because I have been around people kind of from that circuit gay crowd, Uh even at clubs, and I've literally heard them verbalize things about people's bodies. So it's like, not only (laughs) would I feel uncomfortable if there was any situation that somebody Mm -hmm. else was going to make me feel uncomfortable, that's the one. It would probably be there. (laughs) Yeah, because those people, it's always like the white muscle gays feel like emboldened and like, they zone. feel like they can make comments like that. And I'm like, I right. just don't want to, I just don't play those games. Yeah, you're not into it. No. Well, and I think we mentioned way back when on one of our, like, more body-specific episodes, if this is the kind of topic that interests you, go look back for that. Um, but that as a queer person, often you're dating someone of the same gender. And it adds to the comparison factor. Isn't it fun? <laughs> it's like, it stresses me out so much. Like, for example, um, Julia and I are going away this weekend, which we're so excited because travel ban in Vancouver finally lifted so that you can locally, like, road trip travel yeah. in the area. And my parents have a place in a Soyuz, so um, that's where we're going. So really excited. And it's so... Julia and I went to shop for a new bathing suit, yeah. right? And it's one of those things where, like, I even remember, I've spoken about before how I had, like, a high school boyfriend, um, and that was never a thing, because when we would shop together, it was like, yeah, he's getting these clothes, I'm getting these clothes. I, there was never a time where I was comparing my body to my partner's, because yeah. it was so different to me. I'm like, that's a man's body, and also, this is those my are, the body. the sizes are different. The size like, everything. That's, yeah. And I'm like, but then you date someone who's the same height as you like she's like an inch or two taller than me yeah and she's like arguably like 30 pounds lighter than me right and it's like so direct it's in my mind it's so directly compared yeah that it makes me just like it's like constantly having someone right beside me that it's like oh like you're the fat one that's how <laughs> i feel in my head that's how i feel if i'm being honest yeah that's no how no I no feel like, in my head. well it's it's like not only sizing, but yeah. it's, like, fit. Like, I yes. could wear something and it could fit me completely different than it would fit my boyfriend. Or, like, yeah. like I know this is, like, also horrible, but, like, even weight. Like, I'm a fair bit taller than my boyfriend, and mm-hmm. he'll say how much he weighs, and I'm like, wow, I am just the fattest person ever. And yeah. I'm like, oh, well... It's so, it's so, it's not comparable at all. Also, I'm not ragging on, like, I, I'm just using that as a word for myself. But no, I'm not, 100%. Yeah, but I think it's good to talk about it and just be honest of our own feelings. Because I think there's, like, so much out there about, like, the preachiness of, like, own your body and everybody's a bikini body. And I believe that. Yeah. Like, I think that's, those are great messaging. But I think sometimes, like, I personally see that so much on my Instagram of, like, people being really body positive, which is really awesome yeah because i want to feel that way but it makes me feel like does no one else feel like i do yeah sometimes like sometimes i feel like oh well like geez i 
like there must be something really wrong with me that I can't get over this. Like I'm not strong enough to just like be confident enough to deal with this. It's, yeah. And I like see messaging like that and I'm like, yes, I literally absolutely agree. But I'm like, but not for myself. Mm-hmm. It's like, how does, where did, where did I lose the connection here? Yeah. And I hate this new trend of in the last like year of all these people that are like notably skinny and fit doing the like body positive. See, it's all about posing. Here I am st- like posing and then here I am like slouching and it's like the tiniest little wrinkle in their stomach and you're just like, I get that every person of every body shape and size has can have body issues. Yeah. But that to me is like almost like it's like going backwards because it's like no one perceives you as fat. Right. Like no one thinks when you sit down to eat a sandwich like like Oh, look at her stomach rolling. Right. Like, so it's it's frustrating to me because I'm just like, a lot of what I see is that. And I'm like, oh, well, if you're saying that's shitty, like if you're saying, see, look, here's me being like frumpy and turned over. Like, it's not always good. I'm yeah. like, that would be my ideal body. It's a slippery slope. For so sure. it just like makes me feel like crap. And that's the thing with like Julia too, my girlfriend is like, like she is like so like, complimentary of me all the time it, like she's always like been like um like oh my god you have the sexiest body and like she's always made built me up and made me feel very like body positive in our relationship yeah so but like i still when i'm like shopping and i'm like i'm getting this size bathing suit and you're getting the same one of this size and we can't share those clothes you know what i mean yeah or like i will like she'll wear my like t-shirts all the time and it just like looks a little bit bigger on her and then I'm like I can't wear hers because my huge tits will stretch it out yeah like it makes me like so like no I think I, I think the direct comparison is such a huge trip yeah and it's like yeah I think it's like something that a lot of people don't directly yeah. connect until you're in the moment and you're like oh shit and I think that's the thing with these summer events like these pool parties and stuff like that too that are queer yeah is because um in a heteronormative space, you have a bunch of guys going and they're, like, checking out girls. And you have a bunch of girls going that are checking out guys. Again, I'm generalizing. I'm saying in a heteronormative yes. space most of the time. Um, so that comparison isn't there. Like, you still might be self-conscious of your own body and thinking, like, I hope this person of the other gender thinks I'm attractive. Yeah. But like undoubtedly when you're with a group of people that identify as the same gender and have very similar bodies to you but are just like different in certain ways whether it be like weight or shape or height or whatever it is and those are also the people that you're interested in are going to be interested in you back. It's like so direct it's like, let's compared. take the direct comparison of a partner and let's just put it like tenfold. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's like it can be like very overwhelming so like yeah that's one thing that I really like don't like about summer I think that I that's something I still have to work on with myself of like just being able to enjoy life and enjoy those moments without thinking about those things because realistically like I have a partner who like thinks I'm beautiful and awesome I know my friends aren't judging me and my body yeah so it's like that should be what I need and I know it's easier said than done but I just gotta work on it it's also to the point that I start thinking about this like before summer even comes around so then it's like the spring comes around and I'm like oh no Uh I know that it's about to be pool party (laughs) pool party month I'm like, That's I'm going to have like to be fall. sun safe. I go back into my, like, sweaters. I and I'm like, yes. love fall. <laughs> I love fall. 
love it. And I know people are like, eh, do, you, do you actually? I love it. I, yeah. My perfect temperature mm-hmm. for like spring, summer is like 21 degrees Celsius. <laughs> <laughs> Dead ass. <laughs> and then my perfect fall temperature is like 14. <laughs> And I operated a very spooky... This is reminding me of Miss Congeniality when, <laughs> yeah, when she says her perfect date. April 27th, isn't yeah, it? Or April not 14th? Too hot, not too cold. <laughs> Something, I forget what they were. Anyways. But yeah, I operated at a very spooky level as well. And yeah. it's really hard to enjoy things that are spooky in the summer. In the summer. I'm like watching like a horror movie, but I'm like sweating, which is scarier than the movie. It's weird you say that because I also feel that way, like with my personal style, whatever you'd want to call it, to whatever extent of style I have yeah it's a bit of built-in eye roll there because i know i'm not like some like fashion person yeah but like you kind of dress like dobby <laughs> like when he's wearing like that sack <laughs> oh my god i need to put my face on dobby. <laughs> that is amazing no, but... oh otd <laughs> with his like little socks yeah. That's literally me. Oh my God. Hey Gabers, today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention and it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app, and it's an amazing value. The Lifetime membership has all 25 languages, so you don't have to stop at one. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, I Can Explain podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. Hey Gabers, this episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you're a longtime Gaber, you know that I am far from a consistent reader, but Book of the Month just might change that. Book of the Month makes the process that I find daunting, finding a new book, fun and special, with new releases at the beginning of every month. I often find deciding on a title overwhelming, but Book of the Month's team curates a list full of exciting options, often from new and upcoming authors. This month, I chose The Return of Ellie Black by Amiko Jean, which I'm really excited to dig into. I love a mystery thriller, and I love a twist. I was debating between this title and Middle Tide by Sarah Crouch. And honestly, it was the first time in years that I was having a battle of the books. So this month, get your first book for $5 with the code PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, at bookofthemonth.com. That's PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, at bookofthemonth.com. No, like more like that, but also, <laughs> but also like colors and stuff like that. Like I only wear black. Yeah. Well, I don't only wear black, but I, that's like my favorite color to wear. Or I wear like grays or whatever. And just the even like the style, like I like more like 
darkness. Like I like all like black nail polish. Yeah. I feel like I like like a dark black eye when I'm doing makeup. Um, little little like like a little sprinkle of emo kit in there yes. when I can. Yes, yes, you know, yes, yes. I wear like you know big boots that are like patent leather and like that kind of vibe is like the vibe that I like when I'm shopping for clothing. Yeah. So then when like the summer stuff hits and it's like all like floral and color, I'm like, that is the opposite of anything I'd ever want to wear for me. I love it on other people, but for me, I'm like nightmare. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so I can't wear my like patent leather like platform boots because it's like 35 degrees like yeah this isn't it and i don't like spending money on summer clothes because that's not the clothes i really like so it's like hard for me to like transition into that so then i just wear like literally sweatpants all summer but like sweatpants shorts yeah sweat shorts which is what i'm in right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah i also just like like wearing more clothes in terms of a layering thing like I like you know a jacket and you know I just like having more things but Mm. it's like you wear two articles of clothing in the summer Uh, some sort of bottom and some sort of top maybe it stresses me out like that's it yeah I just don't I don't feel like I know how to style myself in the summer I don't know what my I don't know what some who summer brie is even when I'm buying bathing suits to be honest because um I've spoken before about how I predominantly shop in the quote-unquote men's section. Yeah. Um, But I'm not someone who would wear or would like to wear for myself, like, swim shorts. Right. That's not, like, really my vibe. But then the bathing suits are all hyper-feminine and also not my vibe. Yeah. So it's, like, this weird in-between. Like, I've never... And I actually saw my friend Shannon post about it on her story on Instagram. Um, Now this is living for those who are looking. I think that she put, like, uh, one of those, like, saved links on her profile. Right. That I need to order some because she was saying the same thing, how she, like, likes to be in between, and it's hard for her to find, like, kind of, like, sp- sporty's the wrong word because then you get, like, the big Nike swoosh, and they're, like, actually meant for, like, beach volleyball. Literally. But, like, more, like, gender-neutral bathing, like, simple bathing suits. Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. And it's very hard for me to find that that also fits my body type because I have, like, a very feminine body type. Yeah. So even when I do find it, it's for very, like, athletic women's bodies types. Right. So I have just a nightmare of a time because even when I do find a bathing suit that fits my body properly, it's usually got some, like, fucking frills or shit on it. And then I feel like... Like, not myself. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just like, I just, even if I find something that I feel like my body looks good in, then I still don't feel like myself. And it's just a whole fucking thing. There's too many layers. So. Maybe I'll go to Speedos and just tits out. I think that's honestly, tits out should be the the protocol. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous that That we have to cover our tits. It's so insane to me. I know. It's stupid. Like, I can, I can have my knockers out (laughs) and you can't have, like, that just seems so weird to me. Like, the fact that we've just, like, sexualized, like, women's breasts is so weird. Ugh. I hate everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And summer. And summer. Okay, so, let's talk about, like, maybe some, some happy things. What do you have planned for the summer? What's summer looking like for you? Because we're in an exciting kind of crossroads right now where if you live in BC, the way it's going is every, like, 15 days to a month, there are new um, restrictions being lifted. Like, slowly lifting. Um, So, the most recent was... Um, you know, about a week ago when they said you could travel within BC. And then the next one we have coming up is, um, what is it? Like 
unlimited outdoor events and things like that. Yeah, it's like you can basically return to normal for social gatherings, too. Yeah, as long as it's outside, I think. No, like personal gatherings, you can just like wow. raw dog it, too. Yeah. Raw dog <laughs> um, I'm also going to my cabin. I'm very excited. That is like the kind of summer thing I'm mm-hmm. okay with. It is. <laughs> Vancouver's hot as fuck right yeah. now, but... Uh, both of our cabins are like in kind of like the interior BC and it is like so (laughs) fucking hot (laughs) and the only thing that's the saving grace of that kind of heat is that it's so different than like the Vancouver heat Vancouver heat compared to oh my god oh my god don't even get me fucking started on summers in Ontario. Oh, God, if you I've live in Ontario it. and you're listening to this and it's summer, <laughs> like go to a basement or something. <laughs> go to a bunker. It's so moist. Oh, yeah. See, that's like New York in the summer. It's, it's the same thing out so east. So yeah. humid. Yeah. There's so many insects. Like here we have like mosquitoes. Yeah. They have like all these kind of fucking big ass flies and shit. It's like <laughs> gross. They have cicadas every seventeen Ew, years or yeah, whatever. So disgusting. Every seventeen years? They like go into the ground and sleep for a while and then You're they come back joking out. Me. I think it's every seven or seventeen or three. I don't know. I'm not joking. That's one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard. Yeah. So they have cicadas. And when I lived in Ottawa and would like go to Pride in Toronto, mm-hmm. it was just like so humid. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so Vancouver's dr- like way drier, too. and then like the interior of BC is like dry. dry. The bone. So that heat is like a little bit easier for it me. Is, yeah, and then it's funny how you don't feel it as much. Literally, like they just <laughs> they just said. Uh, for because Bree's going to her cabin yeah. this weekend, and they said I'm literally on a skillet. Forty four degrees Celsius feels like forty eight, and we were like, I don't think my body can. Process. I think you like might die during that type of heat. Me? No, me. Oh yeah, like anyone? No, like, like can, actually, can people though. withstand that type of heat? I withstand. <laughs> <laughs> What's the word? Withstand. Withstand. <laughs> Or, like, maintain? See, whenever we laugh about funny things, I say the only reason I start laughing is I can tell by your face I've said something wrong, but I truly do not know the alternative. With stain. Like, with With stain. stain. Like, there's a stain. Like, there's a stain. They're with stain. Like, with stand is, like, you've withstanded it. Yeah. But with stain is, like, you're currently withstanding it, you know? Like, you're withstaining it. Yeah. (laughs) In the process of (laughs) doing the withstand. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But, yeah, so it's so fucking hot. And the only thing that is, like, my saving grace when I go to my cabin is the lake. Right. Because we get the floaties that, like... 50% 50% of your body is in the lake. And oh, the yeah, lake same. is like still cold. Yeah. So it kind of, and you're like, it's just drink after drink after oh, yeah. drink, ice cold drinks. Some of it's for like the drinking aspect. And <laughs> I would say most of it's for like the survival. See, that's the dangerous part. Like, we, like, I was saying to Julia, I was like, we need to like be on it with water too. Yeah. Because literally, like, nudes basically just start tasting like cold water. And then all of a sudden, you're like, I'm in a lake and I I don't know how I don't, long I've been here to don't know which dock is mine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but that is the kind of summer vibe that I do like. Like, 
we always get individual floaties or we had right. a party island which is pretty fun yeah. but um that party island is like five years old and she really went through it yeah so we usually get our individual floaties uh-huh. the individual floaty is also helpful because then one person when everybody needs a refill becomes a taxi service right. so they can uh detach from the island and you know go get drinks in return right. but we have a buoy that is like out in the lake and we all paddle out with our little floaties and then we make an island of our oh, floaties I love that. together. That's so great. Yeah. And then that's one kinda person... what we do too. We don't have a party island. We just like tie them all together on the like rope yeah. out there. And then somebody taxis in and comes yeah. back. Yeah. And then when you're you when you get too hot, I just sink as far down into yeah. the lake as, as possible. You possibly yeah. possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was joking, but it wasn't a joke that I was gonna get like a ten foot crazy straw and just float to the bottom of the lake where it's like Oh yeah, so cold <laughs> just, just... and just literally operate under there. I was like, should we rent snorkels? <laughs> like full scuba gear, like ten foot snorkels, so <laughs> yeah. you can like sink down but like still have. Some and then air one person down. who likes heat is at the top, just filling the snorkels with alcohol <laughs> every second breath. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh my god. That's the vibe that I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, I'm really excited for summer because I feel like it's it's feel it feels like it's literally been 72 fucking years. But it's the first time in a while that I felt like hopeful. Yeah. That like my sister Brooke just bought us tickets for a concert in October. Yeah, that's wild. Like when she told me she got tickets, because she asked if we wanted to go, and I was like, Yeah, absolutely. Did you cry? And no, I literally like teared I mean, up. I sensed you. Well, cry, baby. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, this seems like a time for you to yeah. cry. There's, there's, you know what? Those times are getting closer together. Okay? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Just always bubbling at the surface. Um, yeah, my sister was like, yeah, I got gonna get these tickets, and I kind of was just said yes without even really like. Yeah, you're about like October 2029. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And she's like, got the tickets. And I thought on the date, and I was like, that's in a few months. Like, we're going to be in a like stadium yeah. for a concert. Like, it just feels so like hopeful that we're finally getting somewhere. Everyone's doing their part, hopefully, with getting vaccinated. And um, yeah, like things like VNDS are going to be happening this I year. Know. And like big things that are usually just kind of like staples as part of mine and your life like vancouver pride like it's not going to be you know totally the same but they do have plans for a lot of like in-person events i'm hopeful by that point like some independent event organizers will have some sort of stuff going on totally um and it's just feeling yeah it's just feeling like there's like a light at the end of the tunnel i'm also just like we're we're gonna be able to go into spooky season Uh which is where i really thrive with with it being little restrictions i won't have to socially distance from like the demons i conjure on a ouija board (laughs) i love that (laughs) you you. know they've been very respectful i think they're all double vaxxed so (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i am yeah i'm very excited to come out of the closet (laughs) I'm like, we're still going to be here, bitch. Still in the closet. (laughs) No, but I'm excited to come out of the closet and actually, like, have a chance to, like, interact with other human beings. Because also, like, as much as I've loved this pandemic of, like, getting to know, like, certain friends better and, like, I'm very grateful for my friends more so than I ever was before, I think. Because, like, it's like, oh, this is really, like, it that we've had for the last however long and my family and everything else. 
I am a person who thrives off of like other people's energy. I love meeting people. I love being in rooms with like energy and people. Right. And I'm just you, you like Sean's like shuddering just, over yeah, here at like, this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm moving be, to some sort of island as soon as I'm COVID's be over. Dragging your ass out. Yeah. I could hardly get you to come out with me before. This. I feel like I'll have like a a little a like burst. stint of it, and then I'll probably retreat. You'll be back into your recluse. You know, it's <laughs> the weirdest thing, and this is so specific. Uh-huh. To my life, but the one thing that gives me like the best cabin, like summer vibes, like it's like the sound that makes me so happy, is like when we drive up to my cabin. And usually I drive up at night, this time I won't, so it's gonna get very weird. But getting out of the car and like hearing cars on gravel. Oh, that, yeah. It's it's like the car on gravel and then getting out and like there being no light pollution. Like it's it's just pitch black, you can see stars, and then. The crickets. Oh, and you're like, cute. oh, that's like, like the that. most summer sound to me. Oh, I love that. And then the sun comes out and I'm like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> you just come out only at night at your cabin. Yeah. You have guests up there and everyone else is like partying during the day. Sean like I crawls come out, with out the crickets. <laughs> rub my legs together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, fuck. I think we did a pretty uh, damn good job yeah. with um, making something out of nothing here. Absolutely. Also, like, if you are the people like us and mm-hmm. you are <laughs> feeling like you're judging your body mm, just yeah. um just know you're not alone because like yeah. i think that's half the battle is people being like all, feeling the all, only one all bodies like. are important which i absolutely agree but convincing yourself is hard it's so hard it's really like a lifelong like thing that you have to remind yourself about yeah. and i will speak to like acknowledging that it's a different struggle for all sorts of different folks with different bodies um and no one is excluded from that yeah. because I know plenty of people that I would dream to have their body and they have, you know, the same struggles. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I like, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. You're not alone this summer, but let's, let's all just try and be like little kids. That's what I try and think of in my mind. I'm like, just be like a kid. When you were a kid, you didn't think about it. I try and remind myself that in those moments. It's right. helpful for me. Like, what would you want to do right now? You would want to just, like, jump in the lake and not care. Like, so you, true. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, like, that's helpful for me. Might not be helpful for other people, but I'm like, what would, what would like, nine-year-old Brie do? She wouldn't care. You know? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I get his, give a suggestion on this podcast, Sean's just like, mm, no, doesn't work for me, but thank you for sharing. I was Brie. just picturing a bunch of adults like having like drinks or something, and you're like, what would nine-year-old Brie do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, well, she wouldn't be drinking the nudes, but she would be like not worrying about like sitting in the floaty and her stomach rolling True. by having her legs up. She'd True. be like, I'm just in a floaty. This is fucking awesome. You're so right. You know? Yeah. I know I'm right, Sean. You always get there. It just takes you a minute. Yeah. Okay. Well, where everyone's <laughs> listening, make sure to follow, subscribe. Rate us five stars only. Go follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and personally at Sean.Luskin at Brianne Williamson. And if you do want more episodes, we promise we will not give you a summer part two on Patreon. But if you want other bo- bonus summer episodes. Summer part two, the remix is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, you can click the link in our Instagram bio at I Can Explain Podcast and become a patron for bonus episodes and lots of more fun stuff. Until next time, we will see, see you around, around the neighborhood. neighborhood. It's still hot in here, it though. Is so hot. <laughs>